But right now, I'm joined by Rachel Alder uh, and her supporter, uh, Angelo. Um, good morning. Good morning, Jamie. How are we today? <laughs> you can say good morning too, good and you can morning. move that mic <laughs> to a point where you might be more comfortable. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess we should start off by um, by giving out a trigger warning. We're going to talk about a, a topic that um, can, um, you know, might make you a little bit upset um, for survivors out there. Or um, so we better let them know what what we're going to be talking about. And. Um, You've started to give a little page called Listen to Survivors, Listen to Victims, um, and it's all about raising money and raising awareness for um, rape crisis and rape prevention. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I yeah I started the, the, the website sort of at a time where there was a lot of energy um, around issues, uh, around the issue, but um, just I kind of wanted... To be a little bit less negative, and I, I've, I made a I made a page. Decided to drag your light along with it, and yeah, 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 just to keep the discussion open and active, and um, yeah, just in a in a positive way. And I thought, well, it's a good way. They're, they're awesome organisations, and so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, but a extra fund. Because I guess when we talk about these subjects, we always talk about. Uh, you know, and you don't. It's hard to find a positive to talk about. Mm. But we always talk about uh, the brutality of the acts, uh, and uh, you know, and and the perpetrator and stuff like that. But we don't really focus enough on the survivors. Yeah, of, absolutely. Of these, and that's something you really want to get out there. It's time to, yeah, to listen. Absolutely, just to to listen. I mean, everyone's experiences, um, you know, their own experience. But it's it's a a horribly um, or universal issue, and it's it's a huge community issue, and it it, it shouldn't be up to um, the people who have been assaulted to um, raise awareness and raise funds in what's often a very underfunded um, crime. Yeah. Um, well, it is. I mean, we throw a lot of money at, at a lot of crime, to crime prevention, but somehow um, rape has kind of um, slipped through the cracks a bit. Yeah, well, it's 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 a very um, stigmatised and loaded concept. People, I mean, it's, it's hard for survivors and victims to admit. Some people, it takes a lifetime. Some people don't at all. Um, and... You know, it can be really polarizing as well for the community because people don't want to take accountability for their uh, involvement, whether it's like their involvement directly or um, indirectly through friends who have um, either been victims or survivors or friends who um, have been perpetrators. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah, it's 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 not a gendered issue. It involves. The whole community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it can be quite difficult for because you know you, you've got those domestic violence campaigns. It's like if you're seeing it, speak out. But um, you know, sexual assault and rape is, is can be such a personal thing to the survivor, mm. um, and that's why a lot of people keep it tucked up inside and, and yeah, don't speak it out. Doesn't always and carry the, in t- like external. Yeah. And there's a lot of fear uh, around friends and family, I guess, that be, if you do know, the person is like, don't tell anyone, don't mm. speak out on my behalf. Yeah. So you kind of keep it, you know, so you don't speak out about it either or, 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 you know, or try to get help for 
um, for the survivor or or for the organisations. Yeah. Yeah. So so that can be quite difficult. Yeah. You know, to to raise awareness in that way because a lot of people, like the survivors themselves, just don't want it to be known. Absolutely, and it can be like a pretty taxing toll, I imagine, as well on that particular friend if. Mm. if um, the person's reached out to them but doesn't want it to go further. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you do in that, in, in that in circumstance? In that sort of situation. Yeah, I mean, like, again, you you know, whatever the um, survivor or victim wants is what's best for them. No one can really tell them what's, what's best for them and they're yeah. going to process it in their own way. And, um, I mean, raising awareness is all about, like, letting these people that do want to just try and deal with this by themselves know that there 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 are things available mm-hmm. um, that you can access in your own time yeah. and I think it's really important as well to um, to to people out there like if one avenue doesn't work for you if you don't get the support you need from one person or organization or a family member to just keep trying yeah um, if you can because yeah. You know, I'd like to say that there's there's help for everyone, you know, but that's not really a statement I can make. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And this is what it comes down to with organisations like Rape Crisis, like, and governments stop funding it because they say they're funding other organisations, but those organisations aren't necessarily geared up for handling these kinds of cases because they're well, one they're all individual yeah um and two it's really specialized mm. you know and and that's where teams like rape crisis with their training and stuff like that is, is fantastic absolutely um, but the government you know but organizations well like the government and funding bodies just say well we're funding this mass uh, organization to deal with everybody yeah but that like you said you know there might not be the voice you need to hear absolutely mm. And it's really important for this, like, um, specific organisations to, I don't know, go out and help train or just to raise awareness. Like, you, you think in the police force, like, you need ongoing. Yeah. Because they're, they're at the front line often um, um, and they n- need the training. They, they need um, assistance because that's not directly what they're being trained in. Like, it's not a... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and and then first res- any first response, so responder ambulances and everything. And, and you know, <coughs> and, but this is just one side of it. Um, the after effect, uh, you've really, uh, if we want to get down to the nitty gritty, um, we've got a, you know, we've got a p- prevention in place, and we've, we've got to stop it before it starts. Absolutely. So And that's where we start. We need to talk about um, rape culture. You know, um, and especially consent. Yeah. Because uh, you know, ninety percent of people that are raped are raped by somebody they know. Yeah. You know, so that's really the big one. You know, we've got to get rid of that whole boogeyman in the corner at the gardens waiting to pounce. Yeah. You know that that's that's. I mean, of course, that's a a, a big that's a part of it, but most of it is, you know, people the, that you know and trust and can yeah. screw with your head and yeah, exactly. are involved in your community already. Yeah. Yeah, and so we've we've got to get rid of you know rape culture is a real thing, um, and it's been highlighted a lot 
but still, you know, I don't. Th- it's it's not enough. You rape jokes are still commonplace, and that's part of it. People don't think that's part of rape culture, but it totally is. Mm. Um, and victim blaming is a, is another big part of rape culture, and something that needs to go away. And I still don't understand it. How we can see uh, here on the radio, I see all the TV screen that people are still saying, "Wow, look at what they were wearing." Yeah. Well, people are very conditioned by the whole culture in its entirety to just go into defence mode because they don't want to believe that it's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so people make up excuses as to, you know, yeah. like, oh, but it, w- it would be better for you even if you didn't admit that it was, if, if, if it wasn't rape, you know, like. Yeah. But what that sort of um, undermines is that it's an incredibly hard term to come to terms with (laughs) um yeah like it's you know to to admit to yourself that you've been raped is Mm. i mean i i was in denial for a good six months you know and i thought that i was like aware because i'd I'd worked as a a youth counselor before and i had had people in my community and I just thought, you know, if you, if if it happened to me, that I would know yeah. straight away. But it's not it's not an easy sort of realization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, the situation can be manipulated quite a bit by the perpetrator. That yeah, can, that can change. You know, and you start getting confused. You know, because one, you're already feeling, you're already in shock. Yeah, you know, and you can easily listen to people. So you know, people can say, "Oh, you know, no, it wasn't that. I, I love you, you know, even though you were off your face and you didn't know what was going on. You couldn't give consent. You know, that's not what it was." Yeah. Yeah, and and that's really dangerous. Yeah. Really dangerous, and you know, and, and consent is the um, the big thing that's being pushed at the moment. And I think it's really important for um, schools. Um, you know, we, we talk about test sex ed quite a bit in schools, and it's been quite, quite a controversial topic over the years, but it's something that's really commonplace now, but I think there's not enough of the consent side of things going on in, in high schools and at university even. Uh, I think it's really important that when you come to university that maybe you have to sit through a class with Rape Crisis or some other organisation where you, you know, you're taught a bit more about consent because university can be a very dangerous place as Absolutely. we were talking about off air earlier on, especially around reorientation, orientation time. Yeah. Um, you know, it can be really dodgy. So I, I think... It's really important. I think it would be really important that there's a prerequisite for all students to go through. A absolutely, course. it involves absolutely everyone, and mm. it is a really volatile time during orientation reorientation because it's so, you know, high levels of alcohol, which is part and parcel with it. But yeah. like, it, it 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 is an issue that involves everyone, and as you were saying before, like rape culture, it extends. It, it, it's it's the culture. It, it affects every single person out there every listener like it's yeah indirectly or directly absolutely yeah 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 and you may you know you may not even notice that it's affecting you or yeah you may not even realize or think that you're part of the issue but no. you totally are but if it hasn't affected you directly then it it, it will have affected somebody that you know mm-hmm. um well Probably. Yeah. Well, the stats speak for themselves, really. Yeah, and the stats are also just a, a guiding tool as well. Like yeah. they're so. They're just. The they're just. They're just the reported stats. Yeah. 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 That's just what you know. What we know. It's from um, people such as yourself being brave enough to 
well one seek help because that can be scary and um and to let you know the i guess the authorities know mm. yeah yeah mm. i haven't let the authorities know <laughs> just fyi yeah and, um, and that's totally your choice yeah absolutely yeah 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 and, and, and this is the thing let's go back to oh go on were you going to say something i think there there's definitely it's not uncommon for people not to feel like they want to go to the police or go to yeah. authorities i think there's like definitely the chance for people to be re-victimized by that whole process yeah yeah so, yeah without the training yeah. without like knowing that the police are going to I mean, conviction rates are so small, and like often, that's not necessarily what you like the avenue that you want to go down at the time. But like going to the police, it's a form of justice that doesn't work for most people that go to the police um, wanting to report rape because I think it's it's, it's like a ten percent. It's very small. It's yeah. very small conviction rate. So yeah. like having to go through all of it all over again kind of put yourself out in the public and then to be said well no it didn't really happen because we're not going to validate that with yeah um with a conviction um just to be a bit yeah it's no surprise really that people are finding other ways yeah yeah, Yeah. going online yeah 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 and i guess there is a, a big online group out there that um, mm. is welcoming. I haven't really looked into the onside, online side of things that much. Yeah. But. I mean, that in itself can be dangerous, but also, again, it's just like you've got to just listen to the people that are talking and how they are dealing with something is, is legit. Like, yeah. um, like I, I made a post um, a year after um, I was raped just kind of telling people how I had sort of fallen off the radar a little bit and become quite um, reclusive and because I, I just wanted to let the general community know mm-hmm. that something had happened because I was finding myself constantly um, talking with people or meeting new people for the first time and having panic attacks a lot of anxiety around that I mean like this isn't me this isn't me people don't know that this isn't me even though you know it's a part it's a part of me now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, I with a trigger warning of course um, just needed to tell my community that something had been happening and I didn't name or blame um, I was just talking about my experience but you know people go about it and in their own ways and yeah yeah and, and that and yeah. um this incredibly brave of you and i i guess you know was it liberating in a way as well um it was um it was also a lot harder than i anticipated um i got uh, i got hundreds of responses yeah from people um i then kind of had to switch into counsellor mode a little bit because I had a lot of people coming forward with their sexual assault stories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which was which was great um, which was really awesome that you know these things were being shared but they were, like, they were being shared a lot behind the scenes as well and I just kind of had to be aware of my own boundaries because I mean everyone does yeah. um, and then just you know if, if it's too much for a person to handle at the time um, to not dismiss, but to support and um, just let 
let people know of, of ways that have helped you or organisations that are out there or people that are mm-hmm. trained and prepared to to um, help support. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and um, there was, you know, there was a little bit of negative feedback as well. Like I, one thing that I didn't anticipate on was um, because I didn't name the person, there was in my workplace at the time a wee bit of a guessing game thinking that it had been somebody in my workplace which it wasn't and I felt incredibly stink about that so I had to stamp that out pretty quickly but it was a like a consequence that I hadn't anticipated on Um, but mostly like it was kind of like an important and necessary thing for me to do yeah Um, and I I think it kept it it, well it did it kept the conversation going um, in a good direction mostly I did have a little bit of negative uh, a, a negative response from somebody close to me at the time that was, um, you know, this is a really small town. Um, this isn't Dunedin, by the way, but it's still, you know, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, but that it's a really small town and people are going to talk and people are going to, like, it's it's unfair to say this online without the other person being able to tell their side of the story. Which did not sit well with me. No, no, it doesn't sit well with me right now. Yeah, Jamie's got a stink face on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy about that. Yeah, um, but I mean, like, it's also like I'm glad that she told me because, like, that just exemplifies how in- deeply entrenched rape culture is and ideas to blame the victim and survivor. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, it, yeah. <laughs> As if there's some way to justify yeah. those actions if yeah. you just heard the other side. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> you know, and that's where, you know, that's manipulation right there. Yeah. Uh, especially on... And that, that'll silence a lot of people. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like, I've always been a, a strong sort of outspoken person, but this, this is the first time that I kind of went into myself a lot because... Um, I didn't really know how people would respond or like where my support would necessarily come from and it was very polarizing mm-hmm. um, I lost some really close relationships out of it which sucks um, but you know s- some people don't know how to support yeah um, and sometimes people don't realize that um, you know, to be confused and angry and not know what to do is exactly what the victim and survivor is feeling. Yeah. You know, and even just to sort of like sit with that, with them through that is enough. And yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, one of um, just quickly because I am in my workplace, so it always makes me think like um, when we're talking about rape culture and that. Um, and we see it a lot in the news lately, um, especially, I think it was a naval case, you know, power dynamic is a huge, a huge, huge yeah. issue, a huge problem uh, of for, uh, and, and a big reason why a lot of people don't speak out as well, because they're scared about losing their job or, totally. you know, losing their family and, you know, and being, you know, you know, if it's somebody in your family and they're older and seem, you know, um, have a lot more sway you you can fear that you know you'll be rejected yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah and it is like like power is the total stem of it all mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly um mm. so we would certainly got to shift that and uh, let people know that 
it's okay and to to go to somebody if, if you need to and not to be scared of um, what somebody might have over you Absolutely. or what, what might be perceived what they have over you um, and if you don't feel comfortable about going to somebody in your family yeah because it is a family related issue to try and and, and reach out elsewhere yeah and um, yeah and, and that's what you know and that's what you're talking about listen yeah yeah listen 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 just, listeners yeah exactly just be, <laughs> be, be, be prepared and, and you know not and, and be prepared to be shocked and you know and freaked out yourself and you know for all the things that you you might go through but yeah yeah and that's just that's just a thing um and then and it's awesome that you've you know you've put um i guess put yourself out there <laughs> you know for yeah. a better thing to say Hopeless vigilante uh, yeah yeah um hopeful vigilante yes yes there we go yeah very good um <laughs> so the yeah there is uh, the fundraising pages up on uh, give a little.co.nz uh listen to survivors is um how you can find it uh and to donate and the money goes towards the rape crisis Dunedin and rape prevention education which is part of rape crisis auckland and i guess that's um does the whole nationwide network of education like the course i went through down here in Dunedin. different Different. There are a couple of organisations yeah. Doing, yeah. doing this work. And if you work, you know, and um, if you're listening right now and you're a boss or, you know, you're somewhere, something that you work, think about getting uh, prevention into your workplace, um, getting the team from Rape Crisis or somebody else in um, to t- talk to your staff because it, we, you know, as a survivor myself, I went through the course and it opened my eyes so much more than, you know, the, mm. the, what I ever ever thought about um, rape culture and consent and, and everything else. It was um, it was a, an amazing thing to go through. It was an amazing course to do. Uh, and I know we all, you know, coming out of it, you felt a little bit murky and worried about the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. O- it's opening up the accessibility, yeah. like, of the conversation, like, taking away the stigma yeah. of the word rape. I mean, like, you know, you can fluffy it up as much as you want but it's mm-hmm. you know like it is a hard word it's a hard topic but yeah it has yeah. to be made accessible to everyone and, and in the workplace i think is like a really incredible mm-hmm. avenue or any avenue university or, yeah mm. exactly and when and if you're a parent talk to your kids you know yeah. at the appropriate time to talk to them about around consent and around everything your boys and your girls and your non-binaries and you know and, and everybody you need to um let them know what rape culture is, what it's about, um, that victim blaming is not okay, and the consent and all the rules around consent um, are really important. Right. And if you're not sure what it means, look these words up yeah. or visit the websites for rape education. Like, you know, it, it, it shouldn't be... Um, it sh- shouldn't be something that seems academic or it shouldn't be something that seems like it's... Like the the language and dialogue surrounding it is is, is difficult. Like it should, mm. you know. Um, I mean, I, and I think that's that's why you know. Thanks for having me on the show. Like you know, just actually just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Talking about it's progressive. Like it brings distinct views out of the woodwork, which then can be addressed. You know, like some yeah. people. I mean, everyone is very heavily conditioned from the get go, and yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to get that conditioning out. Yeah. We need to change the world and the way the world thinks and the way the world operates. Yeah, totally. We, we totally do. Um, yeah, so, well, thank you for coming in this morning. Thank you so much for having me, oh, Mr. Green. Thank you to both of you. Thank you, Angela. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, 
and you know if you need to talk to somebody there's uh, a lot of agencies out there Rate Crisis and Dunedin being one um, and please if you can donate um, some money to the cause um, to listen to survivors or you can directly to uh, Rate Crisis they've also got to give a little uh, and so does Rape Education um, the Rape Prevention Education mm. they have one as well um, so yeah like we said they, these are very organisations that are very underfunded um, from the government and they're doing it um, you know they're not getting paid to do these things mm. they're, and they're fantastic entities and also if you can't donate because you're a poor student yeah. or, or otherwise um, just have a look at the website share the fundraiser yeah keep the discussion going yeah and talk to your friends when they yeah. say stupid things yeah you know hold them accountable be yeah. straight up yeah. the easiest most accessible ways to be able to fight that stuff is within your own groups yeah. own yeah. communities own families if someone says something that you know is totally inappropriate and the wrong way of thinking let them know and don't be afraid to let them know yeah you're not going to lose them if you just say oh that joke's inappropriate or you, what you care enough say. about them yeah to talk about it exactly and exactly. Keep, keep them straight up well thank you for coming in and talking about it and you know i know it can't always be um you know some easy subject to talk about yourself but it's something that needs to be done so thank you so much both of you for coming in this morning thank you. cheers